Welcome to Machine Learning, ML, what you can learn, um, how the world works. In celebration of September 8th, the anniversary for Star Trek, I will each day be covering one of the, the Star Trek movies or episodes. What you can learn from Star Trek. Okay, Wrath of Khan left Spock supposedly dead and his body jettisoned on the new Genesis planet. The Genesis project had become somewhat of an intergalactic dispute with the Klingons dis displaying uncertainty as whether Genesis represented any scientific breakthrough or change in power. Secretly, a Klingon lord had gained information about the location of the Genesis project and using his cloaking technology, approached the planet with the intent to destroy a Federation science vessel, leaving the team stranded on the surface. Since representing life from lifelessness, the Spock cellular structures began to regenerate. The team was originally sent to explore indications of humanoid life on the surfaces of the planet. Back on the Enterprise, Dr. McCoy, mind melt with Spock, has left him acting a little strange, and since he is the possessor of Spock's katra, or spiritual and intellectual essence, he believes he is Spock. McCoy's voice impressions of Spock tells Kirk he must ascend the steps of Vulcan World Temple and restore his katra with his body. As Sarek returns and tells Kirk the same instructions, Kirk and the crew, Scotty, McCoy, Sulu, Chekhov, and Yura, hijack the Enterprise and escape by means of Scotty's sabotage of the Excelsior and decrypt the spaceport opening commands. Upon arrival to the planet, Jim suspends a cloaked spaceship as the ship decokes cloaks, he opens fires and severely damages the Klingon ship, but does not destroy it. The Klingon ship circles around and returns fire with both ships badly damaged, but not cer certain how badly damaged the other party is, Kirk demands the surrender of the Klingon ship. Jim confronts the Klingon Lord, but the Klingon sense the Enterprise is more damaged than they have been led to believe. The Klingon Lord wants the secrets of Genesis, as so a, a confrontation begins. The confrontation does not end well, as David, Jim's son, sacrifices himself and dies while trying to save the group after the Klingon Lord has ordered one of the Enterprise members to die. The Enterprise is badly damaged, no shields, no weapons, no transponder capable for which Kirk surrenders the Enterprise. But before beaming to the Genesis planet deactivates the auto-destruct sequence is activated and the crew beams down to the planet. Most of the Klingon captured force is destroyed in the explosion. Kirk convinces the Klingon Lord he has the secret of Genesis and he must beam down to get it. A fight commences Kirk kills the Klingon Lord, beams off the planet before the planet is destroyed, and its protomatter destabilizes. 
Upon arriving to Vulcan, a elaborate ceremony is underway. The Vulcan mysticism invoked an ancient ceremony, ceremony, mostly legend, and a story to reunite Spock's body with his Katra. Tapau, McCoy, and Spock reunite and Spock's Katra with his body. The needs of the one outweigh the needs of the many. Okay, so this was uh, uh, quite a shock to see Spock die in uh, Wrath of Khan. And it didn't actually make sense why Spock would die. He didn't have, um, Leonard Nimoy didn't have any sicknesses um, that were known. So usually when they take a really popular actor and they have him die, it's because either they have already died physically um, or they have lost interest in continuing to act or they um, uh, weren't able to get a contract signed to bring them back on. And this is really interesting because it suggests almost the concept of resurrection, that the body and the spirit are separated, and that's called death. When the body is reunited in an immortal form, in a body of glory, it's called resurrection. Now, it is interesting that this topic came into the idea of a genesis. So it was popular because Leonard Nimoy liked the concept of the Genesis. And in the Undiscovered Country, if you remember, he made reference to all good things must come to an end. Well, it follows the same pattern. Spock was the good thing, even though he told a lot of lies. He believed that the means justified the ends. And so the good thing, him, came to an end. But the fans were very disturbed about the fact that Spock was no longer on in the movie series. And so there was a lot of pressure, I'm sure, from the fans that he'd come back. So the Genesis Project, the taking life from lifeliness, this idea of spontaneous generation, the Genesis Matrix, uh, self-organizing patterns, of DNA and RNA to produce life and the reintroduction of Spock's Katra in a process that was referred or implied to exist but not practiced by the Vulcans. So it was an act of faith that Kirk, his best Spock's best friend, would take McCoy, who was possessor of the Katra, back to Vulcan and Tapau, all of Vulcan in one, would uh, reunite Spock's uh, spirit back to his body. So it is interesting that um, Kirk would lose his son David. Now, David was the result of uh, Janet and his union, they were, they lived together, as, I can't remember, I think they were briefly married, divorced, but she kept the knowledge of David from Kirk, 
And so this was his son that he never knew and later was introduced by Janet to him. And they form a, a good relationship. Um, David knows about Kirk's legend. He's, he knows everything about his father. And he, there's a bond between him and his father. And then he is killed by the Klingon in a random act of courage when um, he attempts to intervene and prevent the Vulcan woman uh, who was uh, a, um, I can't remember, maybe a lieutenant. And she tells Kirk in very non-empathetic manner that David has been killed by the Klingon. And it's one of those things where in Wrath of Khan we saw Kirk um, yelling at Khan. And again, we see um, Kirk yelling at the Klingon Lord. And it's almost as if Kirk cannot have um, anyone close to him survive except for McCoy, Spock, and Sulu, and Chekhov, and Scotty. And so there is an element of sadness as Kirk loses his son. Um, and Kirk is always very good at his strategies. I really liked the chess game he played with the Klingon Lord. It, it was great. It made sense. And he played into the Klingon's ego that he knew that the Klingon could not resist the idea that the Genesis weapon worked, or in this case, the Genesis project. It, but the Klingon Lord wanted to use it as a weapon uh, to to uh, remove the the Federation. So it wasn't to create life from lifeliness, but it was to use it as a weapon against his enemies. And so it goes to show that revenge is a dish served best cold. And it was served cold, and the Klingon Lord um, was punished by death before his treachery, and his ego led him to fall prey to Kirk's plot. And as a result, Kirk was able to escape, as he always does. And But he had to sacrifice. He lost his son, and he saved and gained a life back through Spock.